Hey, it's Kim, and you're listening to a How in the Hell Did I Get Here short, which are individual stories we've pulled from the archives of How in the Hell Did I Get Here. As of August 6th, 2020, How in the Hell Did I Get Here is on hiatus, and I'm going to do my best to keep sharing these shorts with you for as long as it makes sense. And I want to say a huge thank you to you for listening and supporting the show. If you can please leave us a review or support us as a patron at buymeacoffee.com forward slash the coloring book coach, that would be amazing. Because knowing that you're listening and enjoying what we're creating really does make a difference. Enjoy today's story here. And if you miss me and how in the hell did I get here, you can subscribe to my other podcast called Fall in Love with Yourself Toolkit, where I give advice and insight for each month and each week of that month. You might even hear a few of the sisters over there from time to time. This is Kim A. Floden, and you're listening to How in the Hell Did I Get Here Shorts, and this podcast most definitely does include swear words. been listening to the show, you might be starting to understand that myself and my family aren't quite what you'd call quote-unquote normal or average. And that trait appears to be happily trickling down to the next generation. Here's Jenny with three short anecdotes about her three kids, Scott, Anna, and John, giving you a pretty good glimpse into what it's like to be their mother. When Scott was about two and a half. We still lived in our house in Iota, which was just a regular residential neighborhood house. And it was a beautiful Easter Sunday, one of those really super nice spring days where everybody's outside. And I don't know what we had been doing. We're not religious, so we had not been at church, but we were just up and dealing with the day. And I had let Fritz outside, my little Sheltie, outside to poop. And um, Scott went out there too, and he was just playing around. I think he, he had like some not a big wheel, but little toys that you ride around. I opened the door to go out and kind of (laughs) get the dog back in and make sure Scott's staying in the yard. And he's got his shorts down around his ankles and he's taking a shit in the front yard. (laughs) How old was he? Two and a half. And oh my God, that's not the bad part. The bad part is our very nice neighbors across the street from us in their extended family, all dressed up for Easter Sunday, their Sunday best are out in their front yard <laughs> taking pictures. Scott's, <laughs> Scott's, in the, <laughs> Scott's in the background of their pictures, taking a poop in the front yard. <laughs> and so, you know, he's only two and a half. So I wasn't, I was trying to be nice to him. He was, he was like a very obstinate child so <laughs> i remember even just a little bit like no you can't do that he got so pissed at me he was like but the dog gets to poop in the yard you know he was like, trying to give me this argument to why it's okay that he poops in the yard and I, do, I don't have a lot of silly stories about scott because he was such a cerebral little kid like even yeah. when we first moved to the farm when he was four I remember the first time we'd been there maybe a month and Bill and I wanted to go out and somebody had given me a name of a babysitter, a a teenage girl. So we had made arrangements. I was going to go pick her up and we did. And as we're coming back home, Scott's on and on about telling the babysitter about how you can either take Highway 14, County Road 9 or I-90 to get back to our house from where we were. And she was so impressed because he's four years old. Yeah. I wasn't impressed because I was used to him by that point, but that's the kind of kid we're talking about. Well, yeah, didn't you give him a dictionary for Christmas when he was like six 
or something? Quite possibly. He probably asked for it. I don't remember that, but. Well, I remember seeing him at a family event and he wasn't big. And I was like, how are you? And he's like, I'm reading the dictionary. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) He's like, I got it for Christmas. I'm up to the M's. And I'm like, all right. Okay. You're scaring me now. Um, but Anna, a different different type of child altogether. Yes, much more entertaining. Um, my my favorite Anna story, and there are many. My favorite is when she was four or five years old. She had um, one of her friends. Again, we don't go to church, but one of her friends from preschool invited her to go to Bible camp with her all week. So it wasn't like overnight or anything. It just you know half a day. They go to Bible camp at their church together. And she was happy about it. She went with her friend. And either during that week sometime or right after that week of Bible camp that had apparently made an impact on her. Middle of the night, I wake up and I, you know, you know, you can sense somebody in the room and I wake up and I open my eyes, open my eyes and Anna's little angel face is right there in front of my face. You know, Anna was a darling, cute, doll-faced little girl. Well, she still is. Oh, she did. She looked like a doll completely. She did. But it's creepy in the middle of the night when you you just sense a presence and you wake up. And I didn't lift my head. I just opened my eyes and her head is like right there in front of my head. And she goes, did you know Jesus saves? (laughs) (laughs) And I just said, okay, let's get you back to bed. And I'll try to sleep again, but I don't know. How was she again? <laughs> Four or five. She was Holy preschool. shit. Holy yeah, shit. You know, it's deadpan, <laughs> eyes wide open. Just, did you know Jesus saves? Like, oh my God, you're the devil. <laughs> you know, it was very spooky. Oh God. <laughs> Man. And then I probably would have been this. My mind just clicks right into that shit. I would have been like, at what bank? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I sat bolt right up in bed thinking that my daughter is possessed by something and not Jesus. But yeah. Did you know Jesus saves? It still goes through my mind sometimes. Uh, This is a potty training story and it is by far my favorite parenting story, I think. So we lived on the farm by then. He was, I think, maybe two and a half. And um, just getting to the point where, you know, there was no potty chair anymore. Maybe he was three. I don't know. But he was on the big he was on the regular toilet. He was on the big toilet. Yep. So he had gone in there to go potty and I was the bathroom. There was a bathroom, then a hallway and then turn the corner to the living room. So I'm in the living room, probably watching TV. I don't know, but he's in there. And all of a sudden I just hear him start yelling and kind of screaming in terror and just panic and mom, mom, what is it? What is it? So I come in and I come around the corner so I can see the bathroom down the hallway. The doors are open and... I just see water dripping from the ceiling just everywhere, just wet, drip, 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 drip. And I thought, oh, my God, a pipe burst in the ceiling. Right. No wonder the poor kid's scared. You know, all of a sudden, it's raining out in the house. (laughs) (laughs) But what, of course, in fact, had happened was he was sitting on the toilet and he didn't tuck himself down into the toilet before he started. Right. So he pees straight up in the air and he must have had some force behind it because the ceiling was wet. The shower curtain was wet. His hair was wet. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's running off his bangs down his face. God. <laughs> the 
poor kid. So, and then I, you know, he, he was old enough to like be embarrassed. So I just tried to be, I didn't, you know, I, as funny as I found mm -hmm. it, I couldn't laugh at the time. And I was just trying to be like, Oh, nope, it's all right, bud. You just, you know, yeah, you, you got a little problem with, you didn't talk. So he recovered from that. I cleaned the bathroom up and life went on. <laughs> Thanks again for all your support and for being a listener. We hope you enjoyed this How in the Hell Did I Get Here short. And again, if you can leave us a review and share the show with your friends, we appreciate it. Our music is produced by Silent Partner, and the song name is Seventh Floor Tango. We found them on YouTube's Creator Library, and you can find their links on our website, howinthehellpodcast.com. How in the Hell Shorts is a production of The Coloring Book Coach and is written, produced, and hosted by myself, Kim A. Floden, with editing direction from Carrie Floden.